0: This podcast is brought to you by Beauty from Bees because we want the best for you and your skin. Check out beautyfrombees.ca.
1: Do you know what I love most about Beauty from
0: Bees? That my mom makes it and it makes your skin feeling healthy.
1: Try it, you'll love it just like me.
0: Wake up every morning, hand a lemon in my tea. More of the story is, you are you and I am me just be welcome to another episode of the radically relentless podcast
1: jesse and michelle here today we are talking about negative self-talk aka what we call trash talk before we get serious though michelle do you have a confession for the people (laughs) what i know what you did last night (gasps) are you really gonna make me say yes You just did one of the coolest health things, 28-day cleanse. Tell us first about that. Okay, that I can
0: admit to. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I did, I followed the medical medium protocol and I did his 28-day cleanse of eating just fruits and veggies. So with the help of our local um, juicery, is that what it's called? Yeah, the juicery. The juicery. I'm Cam making them juice. sound super fancy. Uh, yeah, I got supplied with some juices every day to kind of help get me through, but... I did a full 28 days of only eating fruits and veggies.
1: And how did you feel? Oh my
0: gosh. So, so, so good.
1: It must have been so hard though. Even just the organizing of always having that around.
0: It was ridiculous. And, you know, having kids and a family, I still had to cook meals. So of course I would cook for them and leave the kitchen. Because I'm like, I got to get out of here. Just the smell would drive me nuts.
1: I just prepared a feast. I'm going to go and drink my celery juice.
0: Yeah. And so it was very rewarding. I mean that self-gratification that came at the end of it was like so so good and just how good my body felt.
1: You said you didn't have a
0: headache the entire time. I didn't have a single stitch of anything so I do follow like a gluten-free regime on a regular basis. I eat like
1: <laughs> pretty decent free regime i love it is that even it. like, yeah it's yeah. a thing
0: 100% it's a thing <laughs> um and you know i'm pretty cautious of kind of what i eat i know it sounds impossible right and that's kind of like the beauty of doing something that feels so impossible the end result that feeling that you accomplished it is like a feeling like no other
1: And I am so proud of you. And I've told you, you. I'm so proud of you. I'm also so proud of you as a person. You have amazing business, all these things. What happened last night? (laughs) This is how I know Michelle is still human. I'm trying to get
0: off of uh, the whole topic. One of my friends made some dinner and it was not gluten-free. And I ate all of it. Homemade mac and cheese. So good. And beef dips on these white, delicious buns, and I, normally I wouldn't. And I looked at my husband. He's like looking at me. And I'm like, I'm eating it. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> he's like, go. Oh. I'm proud of you. Okay. You know, I'll feel, s- I'll feel sick. It is moderation. Like most people, I guess, if it doesn't bother you. Um, but that's why I generally avoid it. It's just like I feel I do get headaches. And I will have just like bloat and just feel horrible. But dang, it's so worth it. It smelled so good. And I'm like, I'm doing it.
1: So did you have a moment after this? So today we're talking about trash talk. Did you have a moment after you indulged in this tasty goodery where you just thought, Michelle, you should not have done that. You're so bad. Oh, yeah.
0: Throughout the whole time before I made my decision, like, (laughs) don't do it. You're going to regret it. Don't be stupid. And the whole time I was eating it. But I was also like, this is delicious and I don't care.
1: (laughs) Well, good for you. Okay, let's talk negative self-talk, a.k.a. trash talk. We have discussed this a lot. I was running around on a Friday night in my backyard, headphones in. We talked about this for hours. Yeah, it's like a pretty big deal. It is a pretty big deal. So our definition of trash talk is repeated negative words, whether you are mad, frustrated, or they just enter into your brain that don't serve you in any way. They are things you say to yourself that you would never admit, say out loud, or things that you would surely never say to anyone else.
0: Yeah. Did you know, speaking of trash talk, Michael Jordan used to make things up that an opponent said about him before a game because it fueled him better to play (laughs) or like before he came out. Did you ever watch his Netflix?
1: I did watch it, but I don't remember hearing that. Yeah,
0: that stood out to me. That there was one guy and, you know, I think he even told a news reporter about it. And then the guy confronted the other guy and he was like, did you say that? The guy's like, no. And Michael Jordan just laughed. And that's that's what he used to do to fuel himself. So it's like trash talk can make you or break you. And I guess this conversation kind of started because it is in how you use it. And I noticed one day my oldest wasn't using it the way that is serving him.
1: Okay, so before you get into that conversation with your son, I want to know, do you trash talk yourself?
0: Yeah, (laughs) I feel like I definitely do. I mostly trash talk myself at work. For example, I made a huge batch of shampoo. It was over 100 bottles. And I was like, oh, fuck, I just screwed this up. And I was so mad at myself. And this happens for sure, you know, multiple times within the month. Not me screwing up, but that I trash (laughs) talk (laughs) myself. This time really stood out to me because I was like, oh, you're so stupid, Michelle. You're an idiot. Like, you can't do this. But I always stop myself. And I think that's the difference. I've never really thought about how I act, but I always stop myself. And I was like, no, you're not stupid. You're not an idiot. This is just something crappy that happened today. I can fix it. I can make it better. I can make more. Move on.
1: Right. Lesson learned.
0: Mm -hmm. But then with my son, the one day I was like, I think he's trash talking himself.
1: So when you noticed this, did you call it trash talking your head? No,
0: I had never even like thought about it as trash talking. It was just something that happened, something I dealt with and something I moved on from. Right. So when I approached him about it. Like he had just, I don't even know what the situation was. Something had happened. He did something wrong, failed at something. And I could just like see it. And so I thought about myself and just the words trash talking just came to mind. Hmm. And I was like, are you trash talking yourself? And he was like, what do you mean? What is going through your head? Are you saying like, You're shitty or fuck or, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Did you hear him saying things to himself or you just recognize his thoughts? I see that he looks like he's being unkind in his head right now. I got to intervene.
0: Exactly. Mm. Something was just a little bit off. What's happening up in that brain? I could tell he was thinking, but I probably recognized it wouldn't be positive because of the situation that he was in. So I knew it was something negative. Whoa, what are you doing? And he was like, yeah, I am. Oh my goodness. It can happen. Like for an 11 year old, like I'm a grown woman. Yeah. So I don't remember trash talking myself as a kid. And so I know I do it now. And so that kind of surprised me and threw me a little bit. I just realized like I can't tell him never to do that. But I'm like, okay, I can help you control this. And so I explained to him, like, this happens to me, you know, sometimes I get really frustrated or mad or I screw something up and I have to stop myself and I have to remind myself.
1: Did you ask him what he was saying or he just said, yeah, I'm being negative? Mm -hmm. Hmm.
0: Yeah, he might have told me specific details, but it was definitely negative talk. He plays hockey and he's a defenseman. And so sometimes when a guy gets by him and scores, I'm like, what do you think when that happens? Like, what are you thinking in your head as you skate away to the bench or whatever? And he's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) Okay.
1: Interesting.
0: He's mm -hmm. 11. Yeah, but like the coaches swear. Right. It's an intense sport. And when you're competitive, you're competitive. And he is so competitive. I don't always drop F-bombs around them, but I mean the occasional time it does come out. He obviously, you know, probably hears people at school and there's situations that you're going to be in where you hear it. He knows how to apply it to his own day-to-day
1: life. I love that you two have, and you have this relationship with all your kids because I see it. I love that you have the relationship with your kids where they can speak honestly to you about things like that. How many kids would not even feel comfortable enough with their parents to say what they were actually thinking, let alone be able to then move that into a conversation about negative thoughts and how they can perpetuate just more negativity and not actually bring any positivity back to you.
0: You have to be aware, I, it, this was a big learning lesson for me that I do need to be cautious. I guess things happen starting at a pretty young age for them. and I just need to be more aware to try to like apply you know, my life lessons as well back to them. And I realize like I can't tell him not to do that. I can't control his brain. I can remind him, every day on specific things that he does, you know, that he's thoughtful, and he's kind, and he's encouraging. I can 100% remind him how great he is. But at the end of it all, it's up to him to believe it. Mm -hmm. And he's the only one that can control it. I'm not always going to be there to be at his rescue. So like now, as I watch my kids grow, I realize I only have this short time to really impact them as deeply as I can. And I want to feel confident that when they're put in situations, they're ready to handle those situations.
1: Mm-hmm. I see this as, I mean, I, would, I don't want to say there are two types of parents because every parenting situation is different. But I think there are two types of parenting, just for this example. One, where you recognize it and you go, okay, now here is what you can do to fix this behavior. And then there are the type of parents who go, I'm just going to tell you how great you are. I'm going to now solve this problem for you. And I'm going to take away... What frustrated you in the first place? And I'm going to say, I think the way you handled it is exactly what we need to be doing more of, empowering kids to take control of their own thoughts and their own actions and be their own best support.
0: For sure. It's hard because as a parent, we want to protect them from everything. Like I want to take everything away from him. I want to handle it because I know I can handle it. But reality, Mm -hmm. I can't. I've been going through honestly like every traumatic event that's happened to me and how my mental toughness has really helped and I'm sharing my experiences now with him firsthand so I can tell him this happens to me I trash talk myself at work sometimes like I totally get where you're at it's normal. Not to not do it, because it's so much easier to be like, don't do that, okay? Like, just don't do it. Yeah. But it's not realistic. It's not realistic. At all. You know, I want them to be taught to rescue themselves. I want to empower them to take control and, like, to learn at a younger age that they're in control. Mm -hmm. I don't want to
1: be afraid of the conversations, for sure. Trash talk can be a good thing, in a sense. For sure. Because it will spur action. If you let it, it's like the whole conversation about like, so even stress and anxiety, we are going to talk about things that you can apply to stress and anxiety. Kids come to me all the time and say, I'm super stressed out. And I see the anxiety rising. They want to miss a test and it holds them back. Yeah. Trash talk can be a good thing. Like stress can be a good thing. Like anxiety can be a good thing. It means you care. And it means that there's something important ahead of you. Trash talk, you take it, you use it. It can be fuel.
0: Oh, for sure. you That's the only way trash talk will make you or it will break you. Mm-hmm. You need to take your trash words, put them in the garbage, light it on fire, and use it as the fuel to grow in positive ways. Yeah, That's the only thing we can do with every negative situation that we have in life, really, is what can we do to make it into a positive situation? And I don't want to be up in my head all day, all the time. I just want to be able to like recognize it, you know, do something with it, move it into a positive and move on with my day.
1: Right. Your shampoo piece. Can't Mm -hmm. believe I just did that. That's so stupid. That's awful. What was I thinking? I'm so dumb. Wait a minute. Actually, I'm a business owner. I started this from scratch. I got a lot on my plate right now. I'm going to use this to build myself up, move forward, not let it happen again. Just go with it. It's
0: reality. I've made thousands of mistakes. How It's never not going to happen. So am I going to quit? Am I going to be like, oh, I'm not making shampoo anymore because no. Right. But I'm not going to let myself believe that I'm a total loser, incompetent, stupid idiot either.
1: Like that's friggin' ridiculous. That would have ruined, I think, a lot of people's entire day, possibly entire week. Maybe. And that's so sad. The time wasted, the money wasted, this wasted. Yeah. You cannot let that.
0: Uh, ruin your day you we cannot be holding ourselves back my son might have been uh, how long would he have been in his head for right telling himself and then the next time he went to do something or that same task or whatever it was that he did we're homeschooling this year so it very well could have been like (laughs) over a math equation or something but he could have potentially been thinking those same things all day which is like horrifying for me to think that is how he's been in his own head and for how long right
1: yeah trash talk left to its own devices can just create a cycle of such negativity
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely and it can lead into like so many other negative things I mean we really truly are the only ones that can be in control of our brain yeah I can't tell him I can't tell you how great you are I mean the only way you're actually going to take that and utilize it is when you believe it yourself right and I don't care what any and I mean like think about the people that say things to us you like I want to protect my kids from everything I want to protect them from every negative word that's going to come their way I can't yeah so you have to be able to stop look at somebody that's calling you names or trash talking you and be like no right I don't believe you Because I know I'm better
1: than that. For sure. You know you're better than that. And do you want to run interference for everything all the time? No. No, you can't. You can't. can't.
0: My parents didn't. And I mean, that's probably one of the things that I value is how tough I am because of the lack of support, I guess, in a weird way too. (laughs) Right. But that's also taking a negative and making it into a positive. So do you
1: ever trash talk yourself? I've been thinking a lot about this because obviously I knew you were going to ask No is the first answer that enters my brain. But when I think back to high school, for sure, I would rip on myself about my weight. You shouldn't evade that. You look terrible in that. Everybody else looks really good. But then you lose a family member at 17 and it just gives you a different perspective on what really matters in life. And I remember just being so focused on getting back to school, getting my grades up, going to post-secondary, becoming a teacher, that I just started to not care about that. And so it was almost like life happened and put me in a position to think about other things more. But I think I also had mentors and a mother who was always telling me that I could do anything. And so then, you know, you grow up, you leave the house, and her always kind of being in my ear, I think that I just picked it up sort of habitually that I you know, I'll make a mistake and I will shake my head and I can't believe you did that. But then I'm immediately like shrug my shoulders, move on and try and use it to, okay, let's figure this out. Let's do it right this time. Let's not make that mistake again and move forward. And it's nice too, that
0: you had somebody that you felt like was on your side.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like you weren't in your own head. Somebody was constantly reassuring you, like you are great. You know, you can do anything.
1: I think that some of it too, when I think of, yes, you know, I think my mom's responsible for putting in sort of that inner hype girl and taught me early that sometimes and many times we only have ourselves to rely on. The more tough stuff that happens to me in my life, people passing away, death, diagnosis with something I have to live with forever, breaking my pelvis, all of those things, the stupid shit I would say to myself now, day to day, that would be a trash talk type scenario. I've almost, it just becomes so meaningless. It's like, you know what? You screwed up. At least you're alive. At least you're healthy. Move forward. It's probably almost, it's probably almost to a fault that I maybe don't try to trash talk myself a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't remember doing it younger at all. Like I just remember some instances now. So I think there's like a big difference too, but it's, are you living in it? Right, yeah, so are you sitting in it and stewing in it every single day where you can't pull yourself out of it? Mm-hmm. See, we're very similar personalities too, and and I know we kind of get shit on a little bit because so many people are like, Don't dismiss my feelings. I'm having a moment. I feel like I have fought my personality or who I am, to try to be more empathetic or sympathetic, I am. If you had, like, something very serious happen to you, of course I'm going to take it very seriously. But kind of like a minor detail throughout the day, something that's not so traumatic, I'm going to try to talk to you in a way to get you out of it, Yeah. not necessarily, like, come down to your level. level. And I feel like there's just such a big difference between that Mm -hmm. like you kind of have a friend that you know you're going to call that will just cry with you over everything but you also have a friend that you're like I kind of need a little pick-me-up right I'm gonna call her
1: a kick in the ass too. get out of there that hole you're in okay yeah I'm hearing it now get out
0: get out help yourself out and I'll help you out I'm like solution I know you're the same personality too
1: yeah I think a lot of people call like and I know I've been called this so you can say whether you have or not but it's like what you're so hard Oh yeah, totally. And I am probably. Yeah, and for sure I think we both probably are a little bit too hard sometimes and it takes a certain person to get to know us to know that our heart is in the right place. But we have been through enough, I think, tough stuff that when you are just really upset that you rear-ended somebody and it's going to affect your whole week. I, I don't have time for that. And also time is so precious. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you rear-ended somebody, own it. You got to pay for it, get it fixed, move on. And there's still half of the day to enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and everything that happens, everything that we encounter in our life, there's a lesson. Yeah. Like just the littlest things. It's like, if you're just going to sit there and stew over negative things, I mean, you can't, you have to get yourself out of the negative mind frame. Every single thing that happens to us, it all comes back to, Negative thoughts or positive thoughts? Right. So, do you want to sit and think, like, what a fucking loser? I can't do this. I'm never going to be able to do this. Or do you want to be like, what's the solution? Yeah. Because there is no such thing as a problem. There is only a situation mm-hmm. in need of a solution. Mm-hmm. Everything is yeah. figure outable.
1: Yeah, everything is figure outable. I love that. So, step one would be that you need to recognize that you're trash talking.
0: 100%. You need to recognize it and, like, right away, stop yourself. You know, reaffirm this isn't going to take you any further. You're mad. You're pissed off. You had whatever happened. Like you're just frustration. You're just annoyed. I'm annoyed. Take it. Own it. And then release that. Release it. Yeah. Let it go. Made a mistake. I need to completely release release this. That's going to just instantly take you from that anger from that frustration and it's going to put you in a whole new mind frame Mm -hmm. and you can even say it out loud like I am choosing to release this I I do that a lot I like that there's so many times throughout the day that I'm like nope not doing this I am releasing it and I don't want to put another minute into thinking about that and anything negative always let that go
1: I really like the idea of saying it out loud. I talk to myself through anything. I'm photoshopping something, I'm talking to myself. I'm writing an email, I'm talking to myself. That is why it's genius I get to work from home now because nobody has to hear me talking myself through everything. (laughs) But I don't talk myself through personal things like that. Oh, really? No, in my head I will for sure, but I love the idea of saying it out loud. Yeah, definitely. I say a lot of things out loud.
0: Makes me feel better. Yeah. So you release it, rectify the situation until it's positive. So you can trash talk, you know, but it can only be eliminated and truly cleared when you make it into positive Mm -hmm. or when you at least speak kindly. So I will say to myself, like, Michelle, you're smart. You can do this. You've made a hundred things. Give yourself a boost. Compliment yourself. Give yourself a compliment. Stop. I don't care what it is. You made a good coffee this morning. Whatever it
1: is, just get your brain back from the negative into a positive. The more you talk positively and the more you make this sort of a habit, the more it will become a part of your being. Mm -hmm. I just think energy too, that positive energy. And you're, you're basically
0: putting it out there. I'm not willing to settle for this negativity I don't want this around me. I don't want this in my life. I don't want to think this about myself. You wouldn't say it to your best friend. Right. I wouldn't say, Jesse, you fucking idiot. Right. You screwed up your shampoo. I'd be like, oh shit, Jesse, who cares? Right.
1: I got you. It's Let me like help the, you.
0: Yeah. So even if you have to step back, put yourself in somebody else's shoes and say like, okay, would I say that to my friend? No, right. I'm not going to say that to myself.
1: I think we even, I know I've said it too when I say I don't trash talk, but I mean, of course, everybody does say different things to yourselves. I know of that I have said it at different times and I know many people will speak more negatively to themselves than they would their worst enemy. I know. You would never say that to anyone. So why on earth do we say it to ourselves? We cannot do that. No. Like at the end
0: of the day our thoughts that's all we have. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot rely on others to change what we think about ourselves. Like you can't rely, I can't go home and be like, oh, Mike, you know, my husband, tell me everything great about me. I can't have that going to others for affirmation and likes on social media. We all deserve and want good people in our lives that encourage us and help us. But we do not need someone to remind us daily that we're worthy. That actually scares me.
1: Yeah. We need to be able to do it ourselves, even at work, like you talk about work, Mm -hmm. our boss. Your boss shouldn't have to tell you all the time how great of a job you're doing. You should want to do a great job and know that you're doing a great job and give yourself that pat on the back to say like, great job. It's so strange. Is it part of that we're Canadian or something that we are not confident in what we're doing and who we are sometimes? And we're,
0: what is it? I don't know. Were we not taught this? Is this something that needs to be taught? Like I have no idea. I just want to be able to help myself. Walk myself through intense situations because that is, that's all I have, and it's like being a mom. It is one of those things too that it's not really overly gratifying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Maybe that's not even the right way to say it. But nobody, the kids don't come to you all day long and say like you're great and
1: pat on the back, mom. You're doing a
0: great job. Thank you for all the food and cleaning up all my messes and changing my diaper, and your husband doesn't come home at the end of the day and generally say, like, wow, you're amazing. But I don't list off things about him either. I'm not like, thank you for working hard and earning income so I can be home. We really need to stop and be like, I am a friggin' good mom. I am good at this. I'm good at that. Compliment yourself. If you're not, especially if you're not getting it from anyone else, Mm -hmm. like it's your responsibility, I feel like, to take control and to really – get in your own head about that. Like, I'm a great mom. Look what I accomplished today. Even if yeah. some days you just get through. But you, we need to pat ourselves on the back because we deserve that.
1: I just had a conversation with Glenda. Glenda is um, one of my bosses. I work with her. Shout out to Glenda. She, I asked her a couple weeks ago, how was your weekend? What did you do? And she said, I have the best weekend. Wow, what did you do? I just hung out with myself. It was <laughs> wow. such a light bulb moment. Yeah. Wow. Oh that she hung out with herself. She obviously speaks kindly to herself and she enjoys spending time with herself. I had not thought about it like that. Yeah. In my 20s, you didn't see me spending time with myself. I was constantly busy, constantly filling space. I didn't even, I didn't even think of it at the time. Now in my 30s, after she said that, I thought, oh, you know what? I really enjoy spending time with myself too. Yeah. You know what? I had a great day today too. I did spend the day with myself. Mm-hmm. And in my 20s, it wouldn't have been the same type of conversation.
0: For sure. I wonder too, it's kind of like interesting when you look back, the confidence that you had then versus now, like you may have still been confident, you may have had, but you maybe didn't realize at a time in your life when you actually relied so heavily on other people's opinions and values, right? And you don't recognize a lot of these things until it's even like brought up like a situation like this. Yeah. So true. You know, you really have to be at a young age. It's kind of like kids playing by themselves. They need to be, I mean, I call it neglected, I guess. (laughs) You (laughs) don't neglect your kids. I don't neglect them, but I say I give them a healthy dose of neglect to the point where they have to fend for themselves more and they have to figure things out for themselves, work it out amongst themselves or just with each other or on their own, because Those situations are so important for just growth in general.
1: But your neglect too, this healthy dose of neglect isn't, okay, go to the basement, here's your technology, because I think that that sometimes is a neglect, an actual neglect. Your neglect, and I know you well enough to go, I'm kicking you outside, Mm -hmm. you're going outside, come in in three hours. Yeah, go do something. That Go do something. Ditch the technology, ditch the video games, whatever you're
0: doing, and go get some space where you're actually in your own head use your imagination we're losing like I don't want my kids to lose that part of life and with homeschooling too I find that I may be being more aware of it now because they're under my eye so often during the day that it's easy it is easy to just let them play video games. Like they don't even ask for food most of the time. Like they're just so content and it's, (laughs) you know, but it's not healthy. It's not healthy for me. It's not healthy for them. So it's little changes that you just kind of have to make and stick to.
1: Yeah. So I want to come back to those R's because I think we were sort of on to something with obviously radically relentless podcast. We must have an R obsession because we've got recognize, reaffirm, release, rectify, and then just repeat. We've talked about Trash talk is needed. At some point, we need trash talk to come into our brains, to then take it, to flip it, to make it better, and to use it as fuel. Like you said, I love that. Put it in the garbage, light it on fire, and turn it into fuel. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, we can't get rid of trash it, talk. It's going to happen. It's going to enter in. So we need to make sure that we are always doing that. So then I'm asking the question, would you get rid of the trash talk if you could?
0: No. I <laughs> will. like, in a perfect world, Yes. But I feel like it's always going to be there. And that was kind of a big moment for me is I would prepare myself like how I want to handle it. I mean, if we can break ourselves by trash talking ourselves, like how are we going to handle it? Like when others trash us. So Mm -hmm. reality, it's real. And life is really hard. You know, if I could like look back to my younger self, I wouldn't change a whole lot um, that changed my path because I truly feel like every step I've gone through has really led me to exactly where I am now. But I would probably just be like a more positive voice walking alongside her on that path that, you know, I already took and reminding her to control her thoughts and love herself through every single one of them.
1: So let's now just discuss how we can turn that trash talk into something to motivate action.
0: Well, I mean, you have to turn your trash talk uh, into a pep talk, I guess. Like my husband, I asked him, I was like, do you trash talk yourself? He said, no, never. Like he just pep talks himself right Mm -hmm. away he said but he did remember doing it when he was younger i really have to stop myself from the trash to get to the pep but i always get to the pep talk it's like the balance of all of the different personalities and all of the different types of things are so important it's just at the end of it whether you cry for an hour about your shampoo or you get there we need to get to the same spot of recognizing that self-sabotaging talk and stop it because one thing leads to another all of a sudden you're like oh it's lunchtime what a shitty day I'm going and eating a bunch of junk that's right self-sabotage because you're already in such a negative you think it's going to make you feel better then you eat this lunch and you're like great I feel worse now right. I didn't get to the gym or I didn't eat the salad that I told myself I was going to eat this morning and then it one thing just keeps stemming so as long as you can like recognize Any, even if you make it through the whole day of mistake, 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 even if you stop at the end of the day and you're like, okay, whoa, Mm -hmm. I recognize I just had five patterns, all of the same that I fell through. I am not going any further than this. Yeah. At some point, and the quicker you can get to it, then the quicker you can recognize it, the better for sure. Yeah. So really, uh, if you don't control your trash talk, it will completely control you.
1: I want to get into how... And I mean, we just give examples. We're certainly not motivation, trash talk experts.
0: No, this just was totally sparked based on my situation that I had with my son. And I was like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And if it's affecting him and he's 11 and I recognize it affects me or that I deal with this, how many other people are dealing with this
1: too? For sure. And we have such a similar personality that... When you're telling this Cade story, we get talking about trash talk, and then we both realize that it gives us an opportunity to use it to grow, to be better. Mm -hmm. So... And if
0: if you don't control your trash talk, it will control you. Yeah. So at the end of it, what do we want to get out of this? Mm -hmm. Do you want to live right where you're constantly trash talking yourself and you can't pull yourself out of it? Because so many people probably go through their whole day and they're like, oh my gosh, there it is. I just recognized it. Whereas... Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have
1: before. Right. You are too worthy to put yourself aside.
0: Mm-hmm. Treat ourselves as if we are worthy. Don't ever for a second think that you're not worthy. Wake up every morning, a lemon in my tea. Moral of the story is you are you, and I am me. Just be <laughs>